Good day, buffet. Sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for all you can eat. A weekly comeback of K pop music commentary. My name is Chuck, and I am one of the co leaders of this show. Each week, we take a brand new release and let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I got to introduce you really quickly to the other leaders of the group.、Uh, I don't have a cool, funny, punny intro, so I'm just going to go right ahead and introduce our first co leader. It's Alan Mark. How are you doing, sir? Hello, I am good.、Uh, moving like a spider like Hoshi, but I am great. <laughs> I thought I was the one who was supposed to come up with those fun intros. <laughs> maybe, maybe you, like one of, one of the,、uh, one episode, you guys can come up with my intro. Oh, each. you can each intro me. <laughs> so you、so、can introduce twice in one episode. It's going to be the next twice episode. That's、yeah. what I'm <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm looking forward to that. Come back then.、Um, Um, and rounding out the big three is the one that hails from NYC. It's Steven. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing pretty well.、Uh, got my first dose over the weekend.、Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, my, my internet's、yeah. faster now.、My、yeah. Calls, oh, good. Yeah, my calls are clearer.、Yeah. Play point guard.、Oh, okay. Got my Zoom in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. I'm good, though. So, did you,、um, do you have any like, side effects or anything? Uh, hit you? Not not too bad. I was just like really tired though. I, I don't know. I just、mm-hmm. felt I just felt like I needed to nap a lot. So yeah, that sounds right. It, <laughs> I forget. Did you get the Moderna or the I、Pfizer? got the Pfizer. Ooh, okay. Did you?、Um, my my brother was telling me,、uh, yes, internet. I have a brother, so you can <laughs> you can find out who I am, even though I'm very <laughs> I'm very I'm very、uh, open as to what my last name is. Anyway,、um, he called it. Uh, not a visor hat, a Pfizer hat, which is like the band、mm-hmm. that goes around, like the headache that happens around your head.、Oh. Anyway, I don't, th- I don't think any of it,、like, because、uh, Alan Mark, you got, the,、uh, you got that J? Yeah, I got that J and J. So、mm. I was yeah, out of、nice、commission immediately for two days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you're good now, right? It's been like more than two weeks. Yeah, it's been like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's me、so, now. I, I, I got, the, uh, I got the Moderna also, but I'll, I'll have my second shot like, later this month. So,、oh, so all three of us cover to... all the bases. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the true uh, the samples. Uh, samples. I, I delayed so,、uh, mine until I could get the third one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so, my question is、um, are we going to have a fourth guest on one of these episodes who's going to tell us what it's like with that AstraZeneca? <laughs> Maybe we can get some uh, UK uh, listener,、yeah. UK K pop podcast host.、Um, but that'll be fun. Okay, that's enough chit chat. Let's get on to this episode. So each week, our musical chefs whip up a brand new set of dishes, some treats to devour in between meals. So we're going to let you know all about that in our segment that we like to call Steven's Specials of the Week. Yes, another week of exciting releases.、Uh, Last few weeks, I think I've gone kind of soloist heavy. So this week, I'm going all groups. So let's get into、Ooh. it.、Um, start. <laughs> Oops, all groups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with,、uh, checks, green onions. Oops, all groups. <laughs>、um, okay, let's. Okay, starting on Monday, we have. From Astro, a full length album called All Yours. 
The title track is called One, and this is their second full-length album um, after 2019's All Light, but they've been releasing pretty regularly. Uh, so look out for Astro. Um, moving on to Tuesday, we have another boy group, D Crunch. It's released a mini album called Daydream, and the title track off of that is called My Name. Yeah, we're just uh, we're just gonna keep going through these. <laughs> I don't have a lot of notes for for D Crunch, but I'll probably go listen to that. Um, then on Wednesday, a group called Lunar Solar, who debuted last year, I think in September, they released a single album called Solar Space Colon Space Rise. Um, title track is called Da Da Da. And there are three tracks on this mini uh, on the single album. The other two are Bomb Bidi Bomb and Lonely. Oh. And I was then, like, is it an album full of Yeah, I was like <laughs> on a monopoly. I had to check, uh, but th- they just had to throw in the lonely. Um and it also I was like, wait, that's not the Selena song. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it's first... also not the uh, it's also not the Kid Rock song. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and then um, okay, and then there are two. The last two releases uh, I'm very excited about. Uh, kind of maybe tip uh, our upcoming schedules, but on Thursday, uh, boy group only one of is released. Is re- uh, released their mini album Instinct Part One with the title track Libido, or as they say, Libido. And uh, <laughs> there are eight tracks on this. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah, uh, you have to you have to watch uh, the the teasers. But um, there are eight tracks on this uh, mini album. Four are still CD only. Um, but a couple notes on this. Uh, the members KBN9, they both have uh, composer credits on this. Uh, songwriter Candice Sosa, who's also worked with BTS, has returned um, to write a song on this. Uh, Jaden Jong has lyrics writing credits on this. And then most importantly, if you watch the teasers, Junji has been given his vision back. So... We can see his eyes now, and he can see as well. Um, oh, unlike that motorcyclist yeah. photographer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. One and more. one more. Same day, uh, a, a very eagerly uh, anticipated uh, comeback from one of our favorite rookie groups, Stacy, is releasing their single album, Statum, and yeah, title track is called ASAP or ASAP. Um, there are three other tracks. Uh, one is called So What? Another <laughs> is Is Love Supposed to Hurt Like This? And there is a remix of So Bad as well. Um, all of the songs are written by Black Eyed Pilsung, the like head of their label. And uh, I just found out that they are in the, the new YouTube like documentary uh oh, the k-pop, K-pop evolution one. so yeah ooh, some like pre pre-debut footage of them in there so i'm excited for stacy I, I really loved um so bad so i'm excited for that but that uh rounds out our specials of the week 
Awesome. Thanks, Stephen. Um, we got to do an episode on that, K-pop, uh, that yeah. YouTube K-pop video. Uh, but I'm going to watch it before we decide on whether or not we do the episode. <laughs> just, just so I don't, I don't uh, uh, fall off the wagon uh, with you guys. Because you guys probably like three weeks from now are going to be like, yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's cool. <laughs> and I'm like, aha, but I saw it. I saw it. I, saw, I already saw it. So, aha. Anyway. All right. Thanks again, Stephen. All right. You know what time it is. It's it's funny because we're we're doing a solo release of somebody who's part of a group. Usually we do a, the group bio and then kind of like fill it in with the solo. So it's going to be interesting to hear what our own encyclopedia Pink has to say on this week's rundown. Yes. So if you already saw from the episode title, if you're on whatever streaming platform you're on, or our tweet, or our shout Instagram. Out, shout whatever. out to people who just listen to our episodes without even reading the title. Yeah. Shout out to those people who leave, <laughs> who leave the the uh, the episode as a surprise. But, yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so uh, this week we are going over the new, uh, I guess, solo debut from Wendy. So Wendy, you'll know, is from Red Velvet. I'm very excited about this personally. I think I've said how much... Red Velvet is one of my favorite, if not favorite, K-pop group. Uh, and also, Solgi is my Red Velvet bias and ultimate bias. But Wendy was actually my first bias when I just was starting to get into Red Velvet. So this is very exciting for me. Um, so let's just get right into it. So Wendy is a South Korean singer managed by SM Entertainment, born uh, Sun Sungwan in Seoul, uh, in elementary school, she moved to Canada with her older sister to study abroad. Uh, she would spend years between Brockville, Ontario, Faribault, Minnesota, and Richmond Hills, Ontario. So uh, spent some time in the States, too. Um, and then in 2011, she auditioned for Cube Entertainment via Korea Boo's Global Auditions. Uh, she ultimately wasn't the final winner there. Um, but she was able to get to the finals thanks to uh, then-Cube artist Gina, who chose her specifically uh, to at least make it to the final round and also chose her to open for one of Gina's concerts as well. So that's pretty cool. Um, Wendy would then unintentionally audition for SM Entertainment after she just accompanied a friend who went to their auditions, and she was ultimately cast. Uh, After training for two years, she would be introduced as part of uh, SM Rookies, which was a pre-debut team of trainees under SM. Uh, with SM Rookies, she would release the song Because I Love You, which was for an OST for the drama Mimi. Then on August 1st, 2014, she would debut alongside fellow SM Rookies, Bae Joo Hyun, now known as Irene, Kang Solgi, and Park Soo Young, now known as Joy, um, with the group Red Velvet. Um, they debuted as a four group. But yeah, uh, I won't get into it with Red Velvet. I'm going <laughs> to wait until we actually do a Red Velvet episode to get all into that. But through Red Velvet's career, uh, she established herself as sort of the vocal tone queen due to her uh, you know, really good range and adaptability to all the different genres Red Velvet offers. Uh, over those years, she would collaborate and release you know, her own individual songs here and there, such as uh, Spring Love with Eric Nam and Written in the Stars with John Legend, as well as a whole bunch of other OSTs. 
So after a hiatus from promotions in 2020 due to a stage accident during the 2019 Gaio Dejon, uh, stage rehearsals uh, during their performance for Psycho, uh, she would officially make her promotional return during SM's live concert on January 1st, 2021. Um, we would also get a, a little a taste of Wendy's return uh, midway through the year when Red Velvet did uh, a cover of Boa's Milky Way as well for her 20th anniversary. So we got to see her, but not for full promotions until 2021. Then, uh, that following March, SM would announce Wendy would make her official solo debut. And then on April 5th, 2021, uh, Wendy would release the mini album Like Water, which includes the lead single of the same name. And that is the mini album we are talking about today. Ooh, were you surprised, listener, who just clicked on this episode just now without actually paying attention to the title? I know, it's exciting. It's super exciting. So I I don't, I, I will say, I, I it's either Irene or Solgi for me when it comes to biases for Red Velvet. I don't know yet who. So with Wendy, I, I was kind of in the dark. I mean, I, I, I would hear her. Uh, as part of Red Velvet, I, I, I'm not as um, as much of a um, Revelov. Alan Mark, you probably is it Revelov. Yeah. I'm not as much of a Revelov as Alan Mark is, but um, I have known to like and love a lot of Red Velvet songs. So uh, it was. I, I'm coming really in the dark when it comes to Wendy's like vocal ability. So um, it was. It was. I, I'll say more in our episode, but. Uh, yeah, it was really interesting and fun to kind of just um, because for me it's Irene and Solgi. Like that seems to be, you know, I don't know if they're uh, who's the who's the leader, Alan Mark. Irene. Of, uh, Irene. Okay. Yeah. So for me, they they are the, like the the uh, JT and JC um, of the uh, of Red Velvet. If I, I don't know if you made that comparison, Alan Mark, in your oh. PowerPoint presentation. In my, in my birthday PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> yes. So yes, for I, context, <laughs> uh, on my birthday, I made. Did I mention this in our like teaser or something? I, I made everyone make PowerPoint presentations for my birthday this past October. Um, my presentation specifically was how Red Velvet is the new or this generation's in sync. Uh, and I did make correlations <laughs> member to member, and Wendy is actually the JC uh, oh, in this okay. correlation because they are the best vocalists of their respective okay, groups, okay. or maybe of the era total, or maybe of the genre. Mm. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, uh, what about you, Stephen? Are, are, I, I don't know your um, your fandom with Red Velvet. Um, yeah, uh, so similar to. Alan Mark, my Red Velvet bias is also Sulgi, but I I don't have like an alt. I haven't decided or determined <laughs> one, but I would I would place like Wendy. Well, I would first say she's in Red Velvet, like my bias wrecker. I guess I do really like her. <laughs> I would I think she's uh, one of the best vocalists. I I am always like thinking back. On whether or not I should have draft put like drafted her in our in our episode, uh, I, that was my debate. It was Jose or, or Wendy at the end, but um, yeah, I I think she has uh, such a great voice, um, and yeah, I I only really know her through Red Velvet. Not re- I don't know her like OST 
songs as well. Um, I mean, I know the John Legend one too, but uh, yeah, I just I just know her to be uh, an amazing singer and was super excited about this release, especially uh, thinking about her last uh, couple years. So yeah, uh, I, I, I'm just a big fan. Oh, and like just the Minnesota connection, I guess, because... Yeah, and I've been to Minnesota a few times. <laughs> oh, wait a minute! Every single, oh, every single episode, you just keep telling more Searches and more about your life. <laughs> yeah, Steve, Minneapolis, <laughs> UCLA, New York. <laughs> where is the, the where is the cross section? Um, yeah, cool. So, so yeah. Uh, suffice to say, like. The three of us are coming in super excited for this um, mini album. And I, I think the first song we're going to talk about is such a perfect way to introduce um, our not only um, Wendy, but also our episode, because I, I just feel like this this album, I mean, we've only had two days. Uh, you're listening to, to this uh, on a Friday, but we're recording on a Wednesday. And we've only had two days to really digest this album. And um, from the get-go, I was, like, my ears were just in pure, like, just vocal talent ecstasy because it was just, it was so powerful, this entire album. And, like, our first track, When the Rain Stops, they, I, I, so when I first listened to this album, I thought, why is this the first song? This should be the last song because it seems so impactful and powerful. But now I like after listening to the whole album a couple times, I get why it's the first track because it really sets the tone. Not only it, it, it really shows Wendy just coming out the gate, just fully like exploding with her vocal uh, ability and just giving you such a great ballad um, to kind of just um, not only show her range, but also just show uh, maybe a little bit of like um, emotion with what, what's been going on with her um, these past couple of years. And just, a, a, just such a powerful way to start this album. Um, I'm going to throw it to you, Alan Mark, um, because uh, I feel like I'm going to want to punt it to you mostly because I want to, <laughs> I want to make sure you get the first say um, for um, anything Red Velvet. So, uh, <laughs> Alan Mark, what what did you think? And uh, please spare no detail. Um, be very descriptive of how this song made you feel. Oh man, this uh, so this song is. I think I'll just say it right now. I think this song may be my favorite song on the mini album. Um, just based off of shots fired. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> just because I, uh, it's the. I think it's sort of what I expect, but more for a Wendy ballad for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was a little surprising that it was the opening song, but I think yeah, it sets the tone for what she can do vocally really nicely. Um, my first like what impacted me initially was that it reminded me of. This song I really love, uh, Wildflower by Park Hyo Shin. Um, I don't know if either of you are familiar with that song, but it is a beautiful ballad. Um, but specifically the music video version where it's just him and a piano. Um, because this song like has similar elements to it where 
Um, I mean, my favorite parts are in the choruses when she sings the high notes. The first one, those high notes are just straight up head voice, very clear, pretty. But then the uh, follow-ups, like the second and third time she does it, she puts it right into her chest voice with so much power. And that's like, that surprised me when I first listened. I was like, oh my God, she actually went there with that. And that's sort of the same effect that uh, Park Yoshin's Wildflower does too. Um, I was sort of hoping for like one last like huge, big uh, uh, key change at the end as well. Um, but then that would have made it too much like Wildflower. So I'm kind of thankful that it didn't in retrospect. So, um, but yeah, like the song's just beautiful. It makes me want to cry myself to sleep, but in the good way. Um, yeah, it, it's just a very nice highlighting song. Oh, that's what she meant when the rain falls, because we're crying, <laughs> right? And then the sun will come out again. Got it. Okay. Mm, that, there you go. <laughs> now, there's so many layers to this. Oh, I, I just want to piggyback off your comment of um, the, the end or the outro. Um, I mean, come on. That outro was unbelievably amazing. It was just so... It just... Every single, like you're saying, every single chorus like stepped it up a notch, like like over and over again, and to the point where it's just like uh, you just feel it in your heart, just the amount of emotion coming out of um, um, just the singing and everything. Um, but yeah, I will agree that I I because um, most of the song, this song was just piano and vocals only, mm-hmm. it, um, and a part of me wanted just some sort of I don't know if it needed a crescendo, like with more instruments at the end. I, I know that would have um, kind of uh, veered away with just the intent of the song just being like a bare bones, stripped down, kind of vulnerable looking or sounding song. Um, but yeah, I, I think my, my only critique of this song was that it could have been perfect. Um, but for me right now, it's just an unbelievably amazing song but there's just certain things that i, I kind of wish like um that just were a little bit there to just add a little bit more texture because it just um it would have made me feel more feelings inside of my mm-hmm. body as opposed to just um in my heart i would have like felt it down to my core you know a little bit more i don't know what it, what it would have needed but um that's really my only complaint is that I wanted it to be perfect, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it could have been, but eh, you know, it's not far from. So, yeah, okay, all right. So next song, I'm just kidding, Steve. <laughs> all right, Steve, what about you? Uh, uh, what what what, what haven't you. we said yet? Uh, okay. Well, I guess uh, I, I think coming into this because I knew how great of a singer she was, and like watching a couple of the teasers that they put out, I was expecting some more like ballads or slower songs. And I was concerned that I wasn't going to enjoy it a lot because those aren't my favorite. That's not like my favorite style, but I really love this song. And uh, I I guess some things that I like that were not just vocally were Mm -hmm. the the piano, the, the chord progression was pretty interesting. And there were some very cool uh, like passing chords between like that. I think it kept the song or the instruments a little lively or it gave some something else to listen to in the song, which was, was really cool. Uh, and I think this one was in 6-8. Uh, 
uh, or like a really, really slow four-four. <laughs> but I think I think this was in, in six eight. Uh, but I don't know if that adds anything. But it, it's it's cool to hear songs that aren't always in the standard uh, time signature. Um, but most of my my comments are really just echoing Wendy on this. Uh, like. I mean, the melody is really pretty, especially in the chorus and like that that second half that you highlighted. Um, but yeah, that that last line of the bridge where she just says "breathe again," and she, I mean, she, she she's not even listening to her own words because like she hits <laughs> that, and then she's like, "No, I, I'm good." But maybe in another song, I, I'll take more breaths. But she she just hits that so perfectly. Um, and then going into the the last chorus, it, it seems like. She's keeping the same like level of power there, but I think it's kind of the same level as in the other previous choruses. But it it sounds a little, I think it has a little more weight to it at the end, coming yeah. like just coming at the end of the the bridge. Um, yeah, this I think I think just having the piano and Wendy was 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 perfect as it was. Um, I didn't I again like the just the way the piano was playing. Um, I thought that was that was enough for the song, and you could really just let the voice uh, that listen to that and focus on that. But big fan yeah. of the song. Yeah, I mean, I mentioned sort of touching upon what you both said. Like, I mentioned the Park Yo Shin song. Like, there's actually two versions of that. One with a full band, like orchestral version, and then one that's just stripped down him and the piano. And uh, I prefer the just the piano version because it. I feel like it highlights the vocals and the emotions really well. And that's sort of, I think that's the reason why I like this song as it is as well. Because the vocals do like so much of the heavy lifting emotional-wise. Um, and the pianos are just a really pretty supplement to that. So, yeah, I don't know. So that's why I don't know if I agree with Chuck if I would have preferred more <laughs> a bigger crescendo at the end. But, I mean, I think... I also have the influence of uh, Wildflower in my brain already. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I need to send that song to y'all if you don't know it already. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, I know, know the title. I think for being like an impressive song, I but mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people have covered it. I just haven't watched mm-hmm. uh, anyone's yet. No, that's like. Wait, did you? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, did you bring it up like as a favorite of 2020 or something? No, it came or out like years ago. Um, oh, okay. But I think it's like. The piano version is like one of my favorite vocal performances in like Korean music. Mm. Beautiful. Okay. Um, well, um, I was trying to find a fun segue. Uh, when this commentary <laughs> stops, uh, when the rain stops, we can move on to like water. But uh, do you guys have anything else to say? Oh, uh, re- real quick. I, I, I don't know. I was trying to find the stool song of this album. I uh, I, pre- I might need your y'all help uh, with that. <laughs> I this was when I heard this song, I was like, "Ooh, we're gonna get some good stool songs in this uh, in this album, aren't we?" I I don't know yet, but I'm gonna like go through our conversation, and then I think mm-hmm. at the end, I'll, I'll if I remember, I'll 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 mention what I think is the stool stool mm-hmm. song, the poop song of um, <laughs> this album. So yeah, I think my only last note of this like just. Yeah, seeing how the past like year or so that Wendy sort of endured, this song felt like really laying it all out and like sort of getting all that sort of darkness out on like the um, like with her voice. I was gonna say on paper, but she didn't write the lyrics for this. <laughs> but, um, 
But yeah, it's like you really felt like this, maybe like all the frustration she had from like not being able to perform or be with her group in 2020 was like sort of laid out in this uh, in this song. So, and yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. All right, let's move on. Let's, uh, let's flow through this uh, episode, Just Like Water. And uh, the second <laughs> nice. track of the album is also entitled Like Water, which is uh, the lead single, has a fun... In, in the, sorry, not fun. I shouldn't say fun. It has a uh, very beautiful music video accompanied <laughs> with it. Um, <laughs> and um, yeah, um, Stephen, why didn't you start a conversation of Like Water? Sure. I... When I when the song started, I was wondering, like, is this going to stay within this? It sounded like kind of folk poppy, or that's the way mm-hmm. it was going to go. Yeah. Uh, a la, like, the Lumineers, maybe. Mm. Um, but my, then, my first thought was uh, Decemberists, just with the chords. Oh, and then, yes. I tra- yeah, yeah, and yeah. then this, today I transferred over. It's like, no, it feels more Sufjan Stevens. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. A good, that's a good point. I think... And I was wondering, oh man, is, I was is that pedal steel in the back or just like a slide Ooh. guitar? Because I had I don't think I'd made this prediction anywhere because like I heard two songs that had pedal steel from last year, and I was gonna say <laughs> it's gonna become a thing in K-pop, but uh, I don't even know if it is on here. I, I well, <laughs> before you before you uh, t- uh, kind of uh, continue your thought, yeah. I, I I was saying like. It, yes, I I understand. Like it's it could have been like one of those like flat guitar kind of yeah. thing, you know, like kind of plucking kind of thing. Um, but then in a way, it it almost sounded like some sort of uh, Asian folk instrument, some Asian mm. like string oh, to yeah. me. Like if you kind of like view it from that lens, it kind of like I was just saying like, oh okay, now you're saying uh, Sufjan Stevens and Decemberists and Lumineers. Maybe this is Asian folk, like of uh, I don't know. Oh, that's um, yeah, yeah. It's just like a, a way to. I mean, I don't know. I can't. I'm just. This is something that just popped in my head. Um, I have a note, a little note about it, but I'm just thinking now. Like that would be so cool if there's like a group. There probably is like a group of uh, artists who take uh, traditional folk uh, Asian instruments and then kind of you know um, make you know. Uh, modern pop mm-hmm. I wouldn't say pop but you know like folk music today folk music today so when when you first um, mentioned Asian traditional like string instrument I first thought of Duas Infinities <laughs> Shinjutsu no Uta <laughs> which has this like like uh, Chinese like folk instrument um, in it I can't find the name of it but yeah it, it, like that could be a possibility as well yeah, just like that, the the plucking, the the I could there's the steel one, but then there's all that also that like, like that 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 mm-hmm. part of the song. I was just like, what is that instrument? Like I could just you know think of a banjo or you know something like that, but part of me wants to feel like it's actually um, a traditional instrument. Yeah. But um, okay, sorry, Stephen. I know we just hijacked Stephen's time. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> That's cool. Um, but yeah, I think. Maybe I'm not. Uh, maybe the accurate that prediction will not come true. <laughs> You're uh, all about sweeping opinion, like sweeping I, yeah, actually, now. Pedal steel, twenty <laughs> Q two and beyond for 
yeah, I think what this song really, in my opinion, like really succeeds with, and it's my favorite part of the song, is how it highlights not necessarily Wendy's vocal talent, but you know, being known as the vocal tone queen. Because I feel like throughout this song, even like the more belty parts, like everything she does here sounds effortless. Like then I think that's where maybe that's why they just chose this one as the uh, um, lead single. But like everything, like I think everything about her voice sounds like it's like right in her pocket. Granted, I feel like everything is sort of in, always in her pocket. She's always in her pocket, but I think this one especially highlights that. But um, I think the part I like about how where this is placed on the album, though. Uh, I like it as a follow-up for when this rain stops. It's the two water-themed songs, um, but it's like how in rain when the rain stops, the water there, the rain is representative of like the dark times, the um, sort of depression and struggles that one may face. But here, um, like with the lyrics, it's like, oh, here the water is the actual healing force. It's the relationships that you. Uh, have with others, then you're able to uh, thrive and heal um, with just in each other's presence. So I love that sort of contrast. And it could be, and acting as that follow up, you know, having a really tough year, but coming back, being with your, your groups, your, like your, your friends, your group, your fans, like this is what the song really felt like. And that's like, I think that part alone is like really beautiful uh, on top of just, the vocal talent and their arrangement too. Um, yeah. Oh, also a note: this is particularly for Stephen. Uh, the first verse. <laughs> so there's a line where it translates to the unfamiliar atmosphere surrounding me wakes me up at the next station. <laughs> I didn't know in the music video there are yeah, some yeah, tracks. Yeah. Do you have a note? <laughs> um, I, I didn't pick that up in the in the lyrics though. Uh, just in the video. Um, <laughs> But I I wanted to add something about like this being like water. The, or I I was I wrote down that like the sections there's not they kind of just go from one section to another and there there isn't too much time between or like there aren't too many measures between each section and I'm wondering I, I was just thinking maybe they're like letting this this song just flow and then mm. but then. There was one moment, like after the second verse, uh, where she sings those those ahs, where like it starts off really quiet and then it, it slowly gets a little louder. I I thought that was just sung so beautifully, almost like kind of like a like a string instrument, like in a way um, that that the song also features uh, a really nice string uh, arrangement. But you know, I also thought it was interesting how. From verse the second verse, it doesn't go back into a chorus. It just goes into the bridge, and I was wondering whether or not, like, if I heard another chorus, whether like, because I would assume after the bridge it would go into another chorus to end it. Like, so I, if I heard a chorus where she was like really doing those more powerful vocals again, would it, would it be? Would it have the same effect? And maybe they didn't want to overdo, like letting her kind of flex on the song. But I don't think it would have taken anything away if they just did the more conventional verse two chorus and bridge and then chorus. But uh, 
I was just wondering, like that, that was an interesting choice too. Yeah, I once I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, I didn't realize that sequencing. Yeah, that's interesting. Good note. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I, I'm sure. Oh wait, do you know? Did you guys look up who the songwriters on this by chance? Yes. No, I didn't. Uh, so one of the are some of the people of credits are Coach and Sendell, mm-hmm. who uh, I think they wrote uh why not or they wrote a bunch of luna songs oh yeah and right. there's uh a few luna connections that i'll mention oh uh, yeah that's today, probably too. that's probably because lee suman helped produce their the releases in 2020 oh. and then yeah that's right and then they got them to do this song. but um yeah. like even in um what's the the previous song um that songwriter yes. wrote two songs that luna did yeah um yeah, I, I, oh, I forgot to, I was going to say, like, yeah, the water we know to have uh, be influenced by the moon. <laughs> the moon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I'll say I'll say that now, at least. Yeah. This is a Stan Luna just, and Stan Red Velvet <laughs> podcast. Yeah. I just realized in our um, IU episode, we never mentioned Misfit. I know. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> did we did we find out your favorite song? Oh, uh, I forget the name, but I'll, oh, I'll did, come back okay, to it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you guys did not find out oh, my man. favorite song, oh. but I'll come back and mention it um, uh, a little bit later. Okay. Um, yeah, the only last note that I wanted to mention was I, I did with um, When This Rain Stops bring up the fact that like I, I could have used a little bit more instruments to feel a little bit more from the song. Um, As a juxtaposition with Like Water, I think it became a stronger song for me because the strings for sure gave me feels. Um, I I forget the other instruments. I don't know if it was the bass or the drums itself or percussion, but um, I I, I felt a little bit... I I would, vocal-wise and um, just piano-wise, I prefer When This Rain Stops, but... Uh, feeling wise, I, I don't know. I was just getting, I was getting a little bit more of a deeper feeling with like water, um, but um, that's the, that's really the only note mm. um, about the instruments I have. Otherwise, uh, a great song too. Um, okay, so let's move on to the music video. Um, I didn't know what to expect with this. Uh, I I I realize like Wendy is recovering from many injuries, so she's not going to be walking around anywhere. She's going to be like standing or sitting. Uh, she was very much laying down a lot. Um, but what they, the, the little like vignettes that they were um, having of her and the little sceneries, I thought they were very beautiful. It, it complemented the songs, or sorry, the song very well. Um, I, I love the, the outfits that she had, especially that red, like long dress. Uh, I don't know what material it was, but th- that was, that was really good too. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't, I, the, the only critique I have of the song or the music video is there weren't really that many references to water at all. Like there was like maybe one moment where she's in the tub and then it's filled with water and then there's maybe a moment where like a little blue goldfish oh, that's a that's impossible um a blue fish <laughs> kind of like swims through and then there is that moment obviously where like she's 
surrounded by the tulle curtains and then the rain starts falling down. But other than that, where the hell was the water in this? I, like, I wanted like uh, Avatar, the last airbender level of water. <laughs> just like, like I, I want, like she could have been like in a spring, like with like a little like river like coming down. Like it just, it was, it was interesting to have so little water in a song entitled Like Water. But that, that was the only thing that, <laughs> that really, I was just like, okay, what, wh- where's the water? Um, I may be the only one thinking that, but uh, <laughs> what about you guys? What did you guys think about this uh, music video? Well, okay, I guess I'll just start with the the note that I had mentioned. Um, yeah, with uh, about I guess the tracks in that I don't know that uh, house or like a gallery. I, I mean, I that is an architectural feature that I've saved to my uh, Pinterest <laughs> board called Highline <laughs> Apartment. As, as soon as they construct some buildings along the, the Highline Park, that's what I'm gonna. I'm just gonna keep that there. No need to <laughs> alter the floors. Um, but yeah, I, I actually I wasn't thinking too much about w- water, uh, the the appearance of it. Um, but just thinking about it now and like some of the scenes, maybe it's like how because. There, the the tracks it has some some plant life around it maybe it's just saying and and in those scenes where she's in that kind of gazebo thing it's all kind of barren around her where mm. she is there's only like water could bring life to that that area um maybe something like that maybe it's like you can't sometimes you can't see it and that's how mm, her okay, love, okay. that's how she wants to express it like, or it's like yeah. a, how the I've mentioned again like the struggle she's sort of endured recently like this past year or so and then but then now as she's returning she's able to get bring life back into um like her experiences uh, okay, and stuff like that okay. so it's like the drought that, is like the struggle mm-hmm. and challenges that she's faced but she's able to build herself back up with the love that she has for others and that's returned back to her and stuff like that and that love is like water, so. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, yeah, that makes more sense now. Especially since towards the end, with that rain se- sequence, it just, like, just comes down on her. Like, uh, yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, it's like yeah. the end of Lion King. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I do want to say I, I didn't. No I didn't know where to go with that, but uh, go ahead. No, I do want to say um, I love. You mentioned like the the red dress. I love all the outfits really um, throughout the music video that Wendy had. Uh, I also like that the teaser photos that they released were actually set a really good tone for what this music video was. Because sometimes, sometimes teaser photos have nothing to do with what's going to happen visually. Yeah. But I'm glad these connect. Um, yeah. Yeah, so there's that. And also, I think this is an example of the entire album being about water. But I think visually, too, like all the blues that were in this music video, I, I enjoyed that because Wendy's color in Red Velvet is blue. Oh, yeah. Each member has an assigned color. So um, I like that as like, it, this is really a representation of Wendy and who she is as a performer and maybe even as Sun Sung Won, so... Yeah, and she had uh, colored lenses on, right? Was, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I didn't know. Kinda I didn't like notice that. In, in the Bad Boy video, I think she has, it's more like green like, in well, that. But, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Here they were more like blue. Um, yeah. Yeah. But also with her, her outfits in this, or we got a lot of like side profile shots. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she had like, <laughs> just like five different Earrings and they, I thought they were all. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that that one like that. silver piece was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the 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 one that wrapped yeah. her, or oh, like yeah. kind of like solid. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. But nice. um, it's it's funny you mentioned the blue, uh, the blue sections as being your favorite part. For me, it was actually the red. I don't know if it's oh. just that's like my color right now. But the one, the one where you're, I, I think you're talking about the gazebo, but the one where she's kind of like in her own, um. Her own, uh, oh my god, what do you call it when you create? Oh, uh, sh- she's in her own like diorama uh, mm-hmm. with uh, with the, all the red and pink like pompous grass like flowing all around and everything like that. I don't know. That's just I, I really mm-hmm. like those kind of dried flowers. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's a that's a. I just I get, got reminded of that when you were talking about it. But yeah, the, the blue section was yeah, so really. Cool and one also, one more non blue portion <laughs> I want to mention. Well, partly blue. I like in the the bathtub scenes in the sort of that room. The glass uh, is blue and yellow. I like that, like those mm-hmm. that color matching that they chose there. And also, yellow is the representative color of Solgi in Red Velvet <laughs> oh. and their best friends. So that's really that was just like a nice. I don't know if it's intentional. It was really pretty, and their friendship's pretty too. So yeah, that was cool. I watched the video of Solgi crying because she missed oh, Wendy. No. <laughs> it was like a, it was a super clip of all you know that I don't think they're real tears, but you know it's just best friend uh, happy sad tears. Yeah. Anyway, that 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 just reminded me of that. Um, yeah, I I would have known that they were best friends, um, but maybe we'll find out later in this uh, album if that's the case. Okay, I don't so know. Uh, I don't know. yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe it's Irene and Wendy. I don't know or Joy. Oh, who knows? Okay, so. Um, anything else about this song you guys want to mention? Any last uh, last thoughts? Mm-hmm. Or, or not? Good no? here. Cool. Yeah. Good All company. right. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, we don't. We have an odd number of songs, so we don't have an easy break. But I feel like this is a good cha- uh, good point to uh, yep. take a break um, and uh, get ready for uh, our next uh, part. Um, but. Make sure to uh, grab some water if you want, if you're a little thirsty. Hydrate, um, yes. Hydrate, hydrate yourself. Uh, make sure to um, come out the other end uh, smiling if you, uh, if you can. <laughs> and um, we will come back with a game brought to you uh, by one of us. We'll let you know um, um, <laughs> after the break. But until then, we'll catch you on the B-side. Uh, stick around. Uh, we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back to the B-side, as you already know, hopefully, um, unless you're listening to this for the very first time and you still don't know um, what episode we are uh, talking about, uh, for you people who just listen to episodes blindly, uh, what we like to do when we come back from a break is play a little game. Uh, we have set us set ourselves up for many, many headaches uh, down the line, uh, because I don't know how many games we can 
<laughs> uh, I want to I want to predict like two hundred is going to be our max, but hopefully that'll be the bar. We'll see if we can make it past two hundred games. But this is, uh, I would say, holy crap, guys! This is our twentieth game, twentieth episode. Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. number two zero? I can't believe it. I am so so proud of us for. Um, sticking through all these episodes, uh, making it to double digits was uh, such a milestone, at least for me. I, I'm sure for you guys as well. But 20, I mean, come on. We're like a legit podcast now. I think so. it might actually be our 19th game because, Chuck, you didn't do the God 7 one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's our 20th okay, episode, played. which is still yeah. 20th it counts. actual it, No, no, episode. it still counts because you played it, right? I did play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just don't the, have the, the winners. The sco- so it's technically the twentieth game, but we only have nineteen points assigned to each of us. Yeah. So, um, in uh, in any case, in honor of the the point leader right now for the games, uh, we're gonna um, obviously have Alan Mark be presenting our game for the week. So I'm gonna throw it to him, and he's gonna explain what Stephen and I are gonna play. Yes, I do have a PowerPoint up. Because I am a Virgo moon and Virgo rising. So this is what I do. Um, so now just get straight into it. It's pretty, should be pretty straightforward, pretty easy. So this is another episode of Quick Sip. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like water. So just, you know, yeah, Quick Sip, like water. Drink your water. Uh, take a sip right now, listeners. <laughs> Hydrate. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, I just did. Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> so I like doing just nice little food or drink related trivia because our name is Hall You Can Eat. So I like doing cute stuff like that. So quick sip, water edition. Yeah, exactly. I love the font, by the way. That is a beautiful font. Thank you. It's It's like something that would would happen, you put on like some ancient scroll or something. Yeah, it is a Garamond, so. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, Default font. (laughs) All right. So. There is a lot of food references I could have done with Red Velvet alone, but I really want to save that for a full OT5 episode for Red Velvet. So, like water, I wanted to create this game full of references to beverages. Uh, So I will present to you a clip of a song titled after a specific drink, and you will have to choose the right group who sang it from the multiple choices that I give. Yeah, you're not (laughs) guessing the drink, you're guessing the group. Uh, note a group or artist might come up more than once. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So do your best. So oh, the best context clues. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please get ready to write down answers. And then, um, yeah, you write down all your answers and then send them to me at the end. After I'll review, count it up, and then see who wins. Sort of how we've done in the past couple weeks. I like that format, honestly. Um, so, yeah. So you're ready? Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I love that. So I love that. Like Pukari water, sweat. show and chew with Pukari sweat. <laughs> All right. So this is the test slide. <laughs> I just want to test the audio, but also test. Can you guess? This song is not named after food, but I'm just going to play a test song just to know that it works. <laughs> Oh, wait. oh, I have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What song was that? 
Um, it's uh, before school. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Getting ready it's, for school. Uh, daily. Daily by... <laughs> or it's before school by daily. Right. I only just found out that they were saying skateboard. Yeah. First <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was the test. Glad to know it works. So we'll just get right into it. Whoops. <laughs> oh, it's okay. <laughs> All right. So song number one is titled Coffee. Um, so your the choices that you have are BTS, Infinite, or Monster X. So here we go. Okay. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 23 seconds each song, so. Okay. Yeah. Do you need to play it? Let me know if you need to play it again or else uh, I'll move forward. No, no, I'm good. good. That that last part uh, gave it away. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hopefully. All right. So song number two is called Pink Lemonade. And your choices are A, Pink. Twice or Girls Day. Ooh, volume. good i think both of you good so, i won't know yeah. that is a japanese song not a korean song ah, I, that might help yes. <laughs> oh okay then that case <laughs> no. that oh, case it's let me change uh, my answer <laughs> in that case it's monster x okay go ahead Next all right song. <laughs> so that was song two on to song oops, stop to song three blue, blue lemonade your choices Ooh. are fx Luna or Red Velvet? I like this song. That was that was Blue Lemonade. Oh, Let me know if you need another okay. listen. I'm okay. I know I'm curious I'm how okay. much the the vocal tone, if you could recognize any of these vocal tones that are coming up. But yeah, you're both good. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Next song four, Blue Orange Aid, <laughs> and <laughs> and your options are TXT, The Boys, or Pentagon. So. Let's do this. Pentagon. 
I realize most of these songs are like B sides, so <laughs> it's nice yeah, to actually we're getting into some of these songs that we may, probably may have never heard. Yeah. I have never heard of any of these songs, I but like I did. I did. Uh, I did appreciate the little acapella like uh, background. Too. Yeah, that was really yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. Do you need another listen or? <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm, <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm just gonna take, I'm taking. I'm taking wild guesses. Okay, so. I realize I don't have. A tiebreaker, so I'll figure that out. As okay. we get that's, a, that's okay. Steven's got this. Oh, I don't know. All right. Uh-huh. Song number five oh, is called so Mojito. And your choices mm. are Twice, Red Velvet, or FX. And I'll play it now. <laughs> First off, that song. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I felt like I was playing some. Hmm. Let me okay. know if you need another Never listen. Um, I can press play again if you need it. I don't know I if have, it'll make a difference. Guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go I'm, ahead. I'm okay. Go ahead. Next go ahead. slide. All right. Oh, there's going to yeah. be nine total of these, by the way. So, oh, nice. holy, sh- <laughs> holy shit. Okay. All right. Song number six is called Milk. And your options are Wonder Girls, Spica, or EXID. Okay. All right. Playing, pressing play now. Yay. Jeremy Passion. (laughs) Oh my god. I don't know. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Okay, uh, guess guess away. Besides, are I realize how difficult that makes this. All right. There's no, there's no tell. There's no anything. Right. Oh boy. Next okay. song, number seven, Ooh. is called Milkshake. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm just gonna go ahead and type Kalis. <laughs> all right. So your options are Red Velvet, IOI, or Twice. I think I got that one. Oh man. I'm so interested to to see y'all's guesses after all this. Oh man. I think I got that one. Maybe. I had a guess and then it changed. Okay. (laughs) Oh boy. I feel like I should know this one. Okay. Out of all of these, I think this one actually does have a music video, though it is a B-side. Oh, I don't know man. if that helps okay. at all. Yeah. Uh, want to move on or do you want to try it that does one not, again? It, doesn't, it does not help, but you should move on. <laughs> we can, yeah, we can move on. All right. Only two more from here. Number eight is oh. also <laughs> called Milk. And your options are <clears throat> Girls' Generation... 
FX or red velvet. Oh. Here we go. Oh, where'd my thing go? Oops, not from there. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, there's oh, some my good God. vocal textures in that one. Yeah, was that? Was, are you talking about the cat and the, <laughs> yeah, and the yeah. dog? I'm talking about the glass breaking. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, that sounded like Timbaland produced that song. <laughs> A little hint right there of that era. Mm. Okay, is it? Oh no. Okay, we can go. Okay, these are just made up now. (laughs) (laughs) Last last song, song number nine, is called "Glass of Water." Like water, this song also has water in the title. And your options are: you kiss Jaya or B one (laughs) A (laughs) four. Are are any of you familiar with these groups? I, I only know Kwangi no. from. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I have. These are just made. These, this is like an if an AI came up with K-pop names. Like that's, these yeah. are these are the groups that would come up. Yeah, I think these are all Gen Two. I think B1A4 counts as Gen Two. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, and that was I don't glass oh, of water. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just gonna say this group. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna say this group. I wonder if this is the hardest quiz we've ever done so far. <sighs> in terms of answering, no, it's the easiest. But in terms of <laughs> getting the correct answer, yes. All right. Okay. All right. So I'll give you time to send me your final answers. A lot of boring math later. I've tallied up the scores, and I will say that there is a winner. So I will just go one by one with the answers, and you'll find out as you go. So I will say that this does have a good start. So wait, let me double check. Let me check your answers. (laughs) Did I write them down? Yeah, okay. I think let me just change my my answer. Nine should be... <laughs> all right, all right. Wait, there a girl group? <laughs> yeah, there you are. All right. Oh, yeah. So, number one, Coffee is a song by BTS. Ooh, okay. Yeah, one, right. Yeah. Thank right. you, RM. Right. Yeah, I know, seriously. <laughs> you didn't really? Oh, you didn't. The, that whole I, first line, I think, was Jungkook, so. Okay. Yeah. I, didn't know for sure. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, no arm coming in right at the end. Song number two, Pink Lemonade. You both guessed the same on this one as well. And that was a good guess. Oh, that was oh, twice. Oh, wow. I am, I am completely surprised that I got even Just because it was Japanese is why yeah, I that's fair. guessed. I don't know if that... Didn't, didn't A-Pink have a Japanese? Uh, Probably. Most groups but do. But yeah, twi- twice is just... Synonymous with yeah. Japanese releases. Okay, go ahead. All right, song number three, Blue Lemonade. 
Oh, is a song I by this, this Red Velvet. Oh, of course it would be. We both got Steve that one towards, wrong. Yeah. Of course it. What did you guess, Steve? Uh, FX. Me too. I think. Yeah. I, f- I knew this title. I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so yeah. you're both two for three right now. <laughs> Next one, oh, Blue no. Orange Jade, song it's number funny. four. What did y'all guess? Uh, oh, you both guessed the same thing as well for this one, and you're both wrong. It is oh, TXT. <clears throat> I, know. I think I think we're all pretty unfamiliar with TXT, huh? Yeah, yeah. This was a a nice song to hear, though. So it's cool. Yeah. All right, song number five, Mojito. Oh, so you guessed. Uh, oh, you both guessed differently on this one, and you're both wrong. <laughs> <It> was- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this one is red velvet again. I should have just kept. Oh, of course, you picked all red velvet. <laughs> all right, I get you picked twice. Yeah, I picked twice because I thought oh, I, I picked FX. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So we're we're tied. So yeah, far. still tied. Two out of five right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So song number six, milk. The first milk. Uh, let's see. I like seeing what y'all guessed, and you both guessed the same thing, and you're both wrong again. <laughs> EXID. This one may have been tricky because this one is actually a Hani solo song in the album. But yeah. Mm, okay. Man, All right. Okay. Song number seven. I thought she sounded oh. really good, and that's why yeah. I picked Speaker. Oh, okay. This is the one. Yeah. This is the one. Song number okay. seven. This is the one. Oh, no, I this has to, I, I have to be wrong. Song number seven, uh, you both chose the same thing, and you oh are my both God. right. It was Red Velvet yes. Shake. So you're both still tied. Three That's out of the seven. only confident. I can't believe it's going to come down to the last two. Questions. It is coming down to the last two. So, <laughs> so whoever gets whoever gets one right and one wrong, obviously, <laughs> song number eight is the winner. Um, so the second note <laughs> to come up. So. Let us show the answer. This one was FX. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so Steven got this one right. Okay. Oh, congratulations, Steven. Yeah. Which, I can't. Uh, which means. You don't have to go with nine. Yeah, well, glass with nine <laughs> glass of water. Steven actually got this one right, too. This one was. Oh, yes. oh nice. nice. Okay. Yeah. So Steven wins with five oh. out of nine. Oh. <laughs> and Ooh, Chuck, I'm sorry. It. You lose again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for this horrible, horrible game. I love it. <laughs> How did you find all these songs? Um, I knew all of the Red Velvet ones already, mm-hmm. but I just, yeah, I just searched some of them. I just like Google searched like songs like about food and beverage and chose which ones were about <laughs> drinks. I knew coffee already. Um, and yeah, that's about it. I, had to, I knew about FX's Milk also. Okay. Um, but B1A4's glass of water, that one I had to dig up a little bit. So. Uh, cool. Um, I'm gonna have to do a tally, but Stephen, I think you absolutely have, have surpassed me. Oh, yeah, you definitely right. I think you pulled ahead. So you it's up to you to take down Alan Mark. We have until <laughs> we have until October to do it. So uh, hopefully, hopefully uh, at some point. Uh, definitely after the All Star break, we can okay. we can reassess and see we can see uh, where we, if we need to do any trades or anything like that. So, okay, well, thanks again, Alan Mark. That was uh, a, a, actually a, a pretty fun game, yeah. and I, I think 
I, I look, I don't know. I, I definitely look forward to Stevens because it makes me feel smarter um, <laughs> in a way because it, it, it really tests my uh, musical theory. But then with Alan Mark, your games are just so dumb. <laughs> it's true. They really are. <laughs> Especially when Steven was like trying to second guess, like, is that cappuccino or a coffee? Or, uh, <laughs> yeah. Americano. The, the la- Americano, ah. the last quick sip. All right. Well, okay, cool. So um, congratulations to Steven again. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to uh, the third track of the album. Also a very long titled track. No, no, actually, no. No, I guess not. Yeah. It's a question. So the tra- <laughs> the track is called "Why Can't You Just Love Me?" Um, and Alan Mark was the host. So, uh, you know what? I'll start. I'll Ooh. start with this song. <laughs> a little curveball there. Um, maybe that's how we should always do it. Whoever lost the game has to start the next song. <laughs> this conversation. I don't know. <laughs> It'll just always be me, I guess, <laughs> unless I'm ho- uh, hosting the game. Okay, so right off the bat, um, this song, <clears throat> you know, I I don't want to come off as like uh, somebody uh, like an anti towards Wendy, but for for me, I really I really enjoyed the way Wendy sounded in all of these songs in this album. What I think could have been better was kind of the you know, better utilization of her vocal ability. I really feel like a lot of the songs, or with the the first two songs we talked about, we were, like, very much just hyping up Wendy's, um, uh, just Wendy's voice. Like, it's unbelievable. It just hits there. And, And then... Um, but for the music itself, we're not, there's nothing really stand out, stand out about it. Um, and so for this song, for me, I, I I felt like it was a great song, but one that Wendy didn't need to sing. So like, you know, okay, uh, I'm just trying to be as nice as possible because I, I don't want to be mean. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want us to be mean to... It's it's hard for I, I think us to be really critical because we love K-pop and we just love like listening to all these songs. But for me, except for Miss Me. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Except for Miss Me. Oh, and we got that it. One and okay, all right. Check that off. As uh, put that in the uh, air table. Okay. The ladies uh, has uh, mentioned Misfit. Um, <laughs> Ten points for Gryffindor. Okay, so. Um, so the, where I'm, where I'm, uh, kind of, uh, where, where I'm leading this kind of conversation to is the fact that the my very first note for the song was it reminded me of like a blue-eyed soul singer, um, somebody who we might be familiar with is Joss Stone, for example, mm. and so it reminded me of an artificial soul song, some maybe something. Again, it's. I don't know too much about Wendy's uh, history with uh, the types of songs that she covers or, you know, is really good at performing. But it it had a tinge of that, you know, not inauthenticity, but just, you know, a little bit of like, I, I didn't feel like this voice, this song really 
lended well to her voice, especially coming from Like Water and um, when uh, when this rain stops, because those were two powerful ballads, and it went straight to like a more soulful song. And I did like the verses because um, she was intentionally kind of making her voice deeper, or you know, like being more of an alto. But when it did come to the uh, choruses, I, 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 for me, or I, I thought it was just a little bit too bright for the type of song that um, was being sung. Like I, I went back and did and listened to a bunch of um, um, Blue White Soul artists, and like especially Joss Stone, and like for her, like it, it makes sense. Like there's a warmth to her voice. Um, there's a you you feel the voice more inside of you, and for me, this one just felt like it was almost like she was doing a cover of uh, somebody else singing the song. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. And then and then when it came to the chorus, it, it now I'm seeing a trademark. Like Wendy likes to scream or like just to shout or you know really belt out her voice in the choruses. Um, but yeah, the. Uh, what else did I have? What other notes did I have? Um, I thought the rap was fun, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, those are my notes for this track. Um, can you guys um, say something yeah, else? I, so I think <laughs> something I think, more positive. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. you do have like uh, like good points about how like this song isn't necessarily a highlight of her vocal talent. Like um, like yeah, this song may not like suit. Like what we heard in the previous two songs, where it's like a lot more, um, like because those were two pretty much like power ballads in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was able to showcase that power a lot more. Uh, but I think the what the part where this song kind of does succeed, even though I do agree that you know her voice is suited better in other types of songs. But this shows that Wendy is sort of like a vocal chameleon, where she can sort of work her way and sing really well on different types of genres different types of like different sounds and like yeah vocal tone queen like she she changes the tone of her voice to sort of fit the the vibe or the mood of the song which like this one maybe like it's not as strong as the previous two songs or even what we may necessarily hear with red velvet but it's like it shows that sort of uh adaptability in a way so yeah i think like yeah, I think this one may be my least favorite song of the album as well. But I think part of that's also it's just a little too short. <laughs> mm. Mm. Oh yeah, I, I I didn't realize it was only like two minutes and fifty yeah. seconds. Wow. Yeah, I get. I thought it was a pretty enjoyable song. I liked having this more upbeat one come after, like those two ballads. Oh, yeah. Um, so. It was a welcome uh, addition in the in this order of the album. Um, yeah, I agree about this being a little, or like the style they were going for. It felt a little more like a like a more poppy mm-hmm. Amy Winehouse type mm-hmm. soul. Mm-hmm. Um, it, instrumentally, it was not too interesting. There was some nice guitar noodling, but um, yeah, nothing too much to highlight about this uh it did remind me of or like the the why can't you just love me whenever she sings that 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 seems like a classic kind of like the motown type of question like where you're just begging like 
that 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 same sentiment. So I liked it had that it made me feel that way. Um, but at times it also sounded like like a soulful Christmas song, like, oh. like kind of <laughs> instrumentation, or okay. like maybe it's just the ones that our family listens to. But <laughs> it like has a very friendly sound to it. Um, Another the, note about Stephen's family likes these types yeah, of Christmas songs. Yeah. <laughs> Don't find my last FM and look up <laughs> December. <laughs> You'll have to get pro or whatever their premium thing. I'm just imagining is. your family like gathering, like it's Christmas morning. <laughs> All right. Fire. And then, up, uh, yeah. and, and then Dear Santa by Girls Generation. Comes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that classic Christmas bop. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I I I enjoyed the song. It's just this was just it just felt like um I I wish maybe I I can't think of another singer right now but yeah. but it almost felt like um I needed it just to it, it was like two different um tones happening at the same uh, time. Yeah. It just like was competing in my ears. For me, like the vibes that I got were a weird mix of Jason Mraz and Jesse J. Mm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that's a good. Uh, yeah. So if you put those yeah. two together, this is this song. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so. like I mean <laughs> um yeah with this song too like I think what makes the song really short is like the choruses are super short mm-hmm. also. And it's like that sort of makes this song's pace feel faster um but like the song already feels a bit faster because the all the other songs are ballads so yeah. <laughs> it was like mm-hmm. sort of um interesting choice for pacing but maybe the, the maybe this song the song's more like an interlude than a, a song really i agree yeah okay well well just like how short this song is i think uh, <laughs> i think we can leave it at that with our conversation about this song um <laughs> Please, uh, please, uh, Wendy, Wendy Stans, don't, don't send me email. But you can't, you can, you, you can send Stephen, you can send Stephen really nice emails at howyoucaneat at gmail.com. But please don't send me hate. Yeah. <laughs> I love Wendy. I love Red Velvet. Maybe we wanted... should uh, apologize more to the songwriters. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> if anything, sorry, Jamie Jones, Matt Wong, Lamont Newble, the, Tim Stewart, and the, Paulina Cirilla. The, the thing is, the song is great. It's just um, I don't know if like the the vocal direction for Wendy wasn't mm. um, up to par, or like um, because the verses were really good. Like I, I like you're you're talking about vocal chameleon. I I love the verses. Like that that's the exact tone I needed. But then she switched it to ballad like chorus mode in the, some of the choruses. So that that's kind of where I was just like, oh, okay, maybe not. Okay, anyway. Um, Let's move on. So, the track number four, entitled "The Road," another another fun ballad. This one's this one. Um, uh, I'll just quickly say this one. Uh, this song and the last song were competing for my favorite songs um, off the album because I think for me I felt this song more as a it was more in line of what i what i come to like with ballads um i i like a little uh i i do like that little instrument the the um is it a lead guitar i think that's playing I think it's a guitar. like right after she hits every single like high note or something like that um but i i i i thought out of the three i think there are three ballads yeah out of the three ballads 
this tended to be more of my favorite. Um, but yeah, um, let's uh, throw it to you, Alan Mark. Uh, what did you think about the road? This one, this one is really interesting to me. Like, I don't have, I actually don't have too many notes on this, but I thought the the songwriting was really interesting and uh, the chords that they decided to choose, like especially like the intro, sort of felt a little dissonant a little bit. Like mm-hmm. there was some like struggle or like conflict there with the the notes that I thought maybe it was how they did use the piano that was really nice and also going into the. Um, the lead into the second verse and especially oh where the chorus goes and then the lead into the second verse I think were really interesting unexpected choices too so this song like writing wise was really cool really interesting so shout out to uh, the members of Mono Tree Lee Joo-hyung and Kwon A-jin oh no Kwon A-jin wrote the lyrics so uh, Lee Joo-hyung mostly um, for like that sequencing yeah uh, but just to immediately go off that uh, point about the songwriters, uh, Lee Ju Young, or the song that this reminded me of before I even looked up who wrote it was Around You by oh. Hyunjin. And it turns out these, uh, Mono Tree wrote that one. So I'd like the intro piano, it immediately took me to uh, oh, yeah. Around You. Yeah, um, I had that same thought too. And I, I was thought, yeah, we were all gonna. Some, someone was gonna mention it, but I guess I. It was I you. I've been talking about Luna, <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I also thought this was pretty interesting. I, I, going into the chorus, that, that was what stuck with me the most, um, because it seemed like this sudden change in intensity that, mm. whenever. I hear that I feel like I'm primed for it to be a key change like the way that it comes in and so it sounded like weird to me so I don't I don't know if I enjoyed that like sudden like leap into the chorus um, but yeah I agreed that overall this was just a really interesting song to listen to <laughs> because it, like it had really just the details are really interesting um, mm-hmm. to hear yeah, that, yeah. The I, chord progression I, is just so good. Yeah, I think this is my still song. I just uh, just after listening to all three, just really quickly in my ear right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is my still song. This makes sense. Like center stage, stool, spotlight, and then as the instruments start piling in, then they kind of like open up. Enter. Uh, whoever's doing event production for Wendy, uh, feel free to email us. How you can eat at gmail.com if you want uh, some more. Uh, production stage uh, tips or uh, techniques, I'll let you know. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Oh, this is, sorry, just one last, this is another song I yeah, could yeah. hear like being covered and performed on like yeah. these different shows, like mm. King of Mass Singer yeah. and stuff. So um, it has that vibe for sure. Um, yeah, cool. Oh, oh, can oh. I, I have one note <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just looked down at my notes. All right, bye. I was bye. Like, I'm, I'm leaving. This is not even a necessary note, but uh, I will say I didn't like the guitar tone on this. I thought it sounded a little cheesy. Uh, but that's it. I felt like it, maybe they could have gone. It's like the tone knob was at zero on the on this, and then oh. whatever guitar it was, but it sounded too like fat. And, uh, I wish it was a little maybe I don't know what cleaner and yeah, uh, yeah. 
that was my only like real negative, but just the, the tone on that. <laughs> That's why I love you, Steven, is because it's the you can pick up on the actual instrument um, tone. And that is your critique of the song. <laughs> yeah. Just like, uh, the knob, it was at nine, <laughs> yeah. but it should have been uh, at, at a 11. seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <You're> quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We really like round, round it out as far as like criticism goes or like critique goes. It's kind of fun. It's uh, The more we do these episodes, it's it becomes more and more apparent like the, the different... Um, or the balance that we have as the three, the trio, just the, as far as uh, comments and uh, whatnot goes. So that was that was. <laughs> I just loved hearing that. I, I know there's like twenty people in the world <laughs> who would identify exactly with what you're talking about. Uh, I'm I'm assuming uh, there's hundreds of people listening to this uh, podcast. That's that's what I'm saying. Um, not there's only. <laughs> 20 people listening to this podcast. Dozens. Anyways. Dozens. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, you guys ready to move on to the last song? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last song of the album entitled Best Friend, which is a uh, restaurant uh, started by Roy Choi <laughs> in, um, in MGM Grand in Vegas. And I'm looking forward to one day going to that restaurant. Uh, Steven, you too, maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll talk later. Okay. Um, <laughs> you'll, you'll know why. Anyway. So, Best Friend featuring... Oh, sorry. Parentheses with Solgi. <laughs> close parentheses. This is... If... After the multiple listens of this album, I think this is my favorite song. Uh, I know you, uh, Alan Mark, said When This Rain Stops... Um, uh, Steven, I don't know. What, 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 have we mentioned? I, have we already I talked about know. your favorite song? I think you don't know yet. I think we have talked about it. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, I guess so. so. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I think we're about to talk about my favorite song. So um, I'll, I'll, I don't really have many detailed notes. I, I just more of like the feelings I got with the song. So um, I think. To piggyback off Steven's incredible uh, critique of <laughs> the road, let's start with you with best friend. Uh, what, what were some things you liked, some things you didn't like, um, or if you hated everything about the song? Um, yeah, yeah. What, what I, did you I, I, I'm very excited for a, a duet with Solgi on this. First off, just the title. I wrote the title and then ooh, U W U. Yeah, yeah, ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just because it made me so made me feel so nice. And then I, know, I have a bunch of the the, um, the face heart emojis all in my notes for the, under <laughs> this song. I, I I guess I didn't know that they were like that close in in Red Velvet. So um, I mean, I knew they were very close, but I didn't know yeah, what their relationship was was really like. But this is. An- another show of Wendy's vocals, maybe not th- necessarily like power, but she has these really effortless runs in the chorus, or like exactly where it just yes. kind of goes up. Um, I wrote down like the the Korean the the words. It's which the it, 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 it translates to or the translation I saw it says it means you you, but it's like no Nora no never mind, but. Um, <laughs> uh, 
like it's really quick and but she like just hit goes up those notes so it so perfectly um yeah and then Solgi on this I I she sounds her voice is very sweet on this and uh and then the, the harmonies at the end were were my favorite part of the song yeah I mean um, come on I yeah, know man. right I, I love that they it's not just a simple even if they even if they just did a simple harmony uh it would have been great but I love just the different like yeah they, yeah they, just the way they sang it I I loved it so much Yeah, the har- the choices in the harmonies where they go. I think was it Solgi that did the harmony. I'm I trying to think. So. Yeah, I think yeah, it like was. it went into some <clears throat> unexpected uh, choices yeah, with the, like the note. So yeah. I, I love it when the harmony kind of goes up and down, like like dancing like around the melody. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I love that. As opposed to you know just singing the fifth. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Third, yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I you I couldn't have said it better, Stephen. Like this, this is this to me felt like it. It didn't feel like it. It felt like it was obviously a duet. Um, but I think this is where this is the pocket I like uh, for Wendy. I like just I like seeing her kind of just sing comfortably, not necessarily needing to constantly belt out these songs. Um, and I think by being more comfortable. She is able to just smoothly transition between notes, and um, I'm just re-listening to it now. You're right; like a lot of these like runs at the ends of uh, like uh, or at the end ends of lines. It's just like it's it just like like you know like water. It just kind mm-hmm. of flow. It just flows. It waterfalls beautifully down, and it's just so pretty to listen to, and it's just. Yeah, I, I I wrote that um, I felt the most feelings and with this song because it just it it felt like a hug. It really did. It, it and it felt like it felt like two really good friends just enjoying their time together. And it really felt that with this um, with this song. And yeah, man, that bridge bridge is so good. Um, yeah, I that, that's really all the notes I I wanted to point out. Uh, Alamark, do you have any uh, other uwu thoughts? Oh yeah, all they're all uwu thoughts, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, um, I won't say like I may may have tipped my hand a bit earlier saying that the first song was my favorite song because this one could potentially also be my favorite song. It's yeah. like teetering. I mean, part of it could be my sulky bias for sure, but it's also just such a really nice song. And also, this song's just cute because. Getting the two ninety-four liners from Red Velvet together, singing it together again after not doing so since well, they had Monkey Way, but um, but still, it was just uh, wholesome vibes that I love. Um, I also love that this is a jazzier ballad um, because mm-hmm. all the other songs were more in the poppy or just straight up ballad side. So um, it, it was nice having a different tonal shift uh, in that way. Um, and also, Chuck, sort of uh, going off of your notes on Wendy's vocals here, um, like how this, like your favorite parts of how Wendy sings, like um, it's it's nice because where um, uh, where when the rain stops really showcases her range, while uh, like water showcases her um, her power. I like how this really. Um, showcases her agility with notes like those simple runs that are just like so clean so pretty like that's 
probably what we know besides the power, what we know Wendy a lot from in Red Velvet. Um, she's always doing all those runs. So this was a really nice way to like highlight that along with uh, Solgi as well. Probably the two best vocalists in Red Velvet. So yeah. And I also want to note that um, Ming Tian, Ming Tian from, mm-hmm. uh, also wrote this song as well, or co-wrote this song. Uh, she also wrote When This Rain Stops Too, so it makes sense that those two are probably my favorite mm. songs. Um, I mean, they've, uh, they've also ran along with the two Luna songs, Dang 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 and Number One. <laughs> also NC, NCT's yeah. From Home. Red Velvet's Time to Love, which is a super oh, underrated B-side. I love Time to Love. Uh, oh. Especially that, that <laughs> sequence in, like, right before the second verse. With the, that part's mm-hmm. cool. Erin um, and Selgi's Jelly and Shiny's Heart Attack also. Wow. So it's a really, yeah, really great songwriter. So it, it makes sense that I gravitated towards these two songs. Would you say she, uh, she scored a Ming 10 out of 10 <laughs> uh, with these two tracks? Just what I'm... Just being. I right. just needed one pun in this episode. Nice. Do you feel the up Ming Shen? That's very weird. I like. I like. Oh, so much better. So much better. <laughs> Ming Shen. Yeah. I, <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I. Uh, Stephen, unless you have anything uh, else to say, like one, I, I one think, note. To oh gosh! Okay, small, here we go. The, the piano, one no, piano. Just, the, the, the G, uh, the G chord was tuned incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> I held up my tuning fork, <laughs> and it, like water, there was water. But um, Ooh. Uh, the yeah, just the note I really liked to close out the song was uh, where right after those amazing harmonies, where they both like did sang it beautifully. They both they they then sang the last line in unison. Really nice, just like saying they're they're together and like as best friends. I thought that's what I was thinking. Just mm-hmm. there's some unity in, in the end, and it's that was just another very wholesome moment, mm-hmm. and a, I think a, a choice too um, in the end. So also, is yeah. that a key change at the end too? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's so nice. Oh, it's such a good feature. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Oh, so nice. So nice. It's just, I, it, cause, uh, like I was saying, with, with this album, like it just hits you hard right away. And then it, it kind of, I think it coincides with, I guess, the, the, um, the year or the couple of years that Wendy has had. And it's just, it's, it's, it's not, not like she's at peace, but, you know, like she's finally at a, a, a state where she's comfortable um and I, so that was a fun uh, definitely ending to this album um okay i want to i want to leave alan mark with the last words <laughs> because it's it's only right as a um um as a wendy stan or would you say wendy could be your second bias if not for a Solgi? or would you say in, in general it, uh I don't. Know. I mean, it's Solgi and everyone else is my bias wrecker in Red Velvet. So I don't. Mm. I don't have a preference after Solgi. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Well, we'll still leave you with the uh, the very uh, last word because it's uh, it's only right. Um, so I I will just start off by saying that this was such a treat listening to this, especially with the types of um, we came, just came from IU. It's so that another powerful singer um, um, and. By the way, my favorite song, 
was it's kind of predictable. It was um oh my god, why am I forgetting the name? Oh my god, coin. Up. Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, no, no. Sorry, it's troll. troll? Sorry, um, that's what yeah. I troll. Yeah. Uh, uh, primarily because Dean's on yeah. there too. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I mean, come on, Dean. It's, it's Dean. Anyway, so um, we came. Our, our last episode, we had uh, IU um, treat us to like a lot of beautiful songs. Really, also showing showcasing her uh, vocal talent. So I, I really um, loved how because when we we um, we uh, when we when we did Rose's uh, episode, like I, I felt like that was just the start. But with this album, it really feels like. Wendy was destined to be a solo artist. Like she, she. I mean, everyone in Red Velvet is destined to be solo artists, but Wendy for sure uh, has that talent. And like, it's just amazing to hear her kind of just shine her on her own. And um, um, I, I won't go into too much detail about like everything that she's been through. I'll leave that with you, uh, Stephen or Alan Mark. But I'll just say that it is great to have her back. And she is. She, it's like she never. Um, uh mr beat so um yes like water i hope that oh, i was gonna come up with something fun i i had it in my head but then i lost it i'll come come back to All me right. later but anyway uh, uh i'll i'll leave it with you steven to yeah to give uh our next uh last call yeah i was i was excited going to this as a big wendy fan um and i i really enjoyed this i'm I guess I'm like warming up to. I'm glad we're hearing more ballads and like, because they're not usually what I go to to listen to. So I, I'm glad I'm like building up uh, a bigger library of go to ballads I can listen to because I loved uh, the first two tracks on this. Um, Wendy delivered vocally, like, she exceeded what I thought she was going to do, even though I knew. How great, even though I already thought she was so great. Um, but yeah, really happy with this album. I think I'll just reiterate the that this feels like it's like there's a healing sense to this in the, 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 the way um, they, they often talk about healing in K-pop these days. Um, so with that, it's not just uh, like from Wendy's point of view, as well as like to the fans too. So really enjoyed this and excited for both more solo Wendy and OT5. All right. Alan, Mark. Oh, I guess it's my turn. All right. So um, I'm going to start off a little. So you know how sometimes you can find, uh, you know, drummers, like especially... Uh, Sunmi's drummer uh, or Eyes One in like the pocket, you know, you know when you like they're just in the pocket. Well, Wendy, I feel like she's always in her pocket when like vocally, just um, she knows how to use that instrument so well that she has with her voice. So I'm thankful that we were able to get like a full like not well, it's a mini album, but like a release that's really all to herself where she gets to sing these songs for herself. It was, like, so beautiful showcasing all that talent. Um, I do... I was hoping to hear some, like, some belty runs. There are mostly, like, a lot of straight tones, but um, that's nitpicking at this point. I think that she's, like, 
you know, more than talented enough to do that. But um, I don't know. I, you don't really hear too much of that generally in K-pop, so or at least in Korean music. So maybe that's just you know stylistically. But other than that, like it was just so. Um, all the songs were generally really beautiful. Um, her voice sounded great. I think one thing that SM may have missed was an opportunity to have an English song in here and like something to promote possibly in like more for more Western audiences because like Wendy's like one of their strongest like is easily one of their strongest vocalists and is a fluent English speaker. And I think that was sort of an opportunity that they kind of missed there, especially she's like one of the most established vocalists that they have, like female vocalists that they have besides Taeyeon. So, um, yeah, but otherwise, like, at least giving this chance for her, I I was super excited when I heard about this release uh, earlier this year. Uh, So I'm glad that we finally have it. And it really, like, at the very least, met the expectations that I had. Um, But yeah, this is really just supplant, like, uh, not supplants, but um, drives home, like, my opinion that Wendy really is one of the best like female vocalists in Korean music, like K-pop. Um, like, it's really like her, Ailey, and Taeyeon for me, and like she might be number one. Honestly, I know that's bold, but that's like I honestly believe that. Um, so I'm glad that we have this to um, show that. And yeah, it's been really such a great gift, a nice healing moment as well as Steven was mentioning to have so yeah very thankful and it just makes me even more excited when we can finally get the all five red velvet members together once again well said everyone well said well thank you everyone for choosing to dine with us we really hope you enjoyed your meal and hope to see you next time please make sure to check out our other episodes and leave us a good tip on your favorite podcast platforms you can follow us on all these socials at How You Can Eat. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and maybe TikTok. But you, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> and you can even email Stephen. He is waiting. He wants to read everything you want to write at him with. So make sure to email Stephen at HowYouCanEat at gmail.com. All right. So for Alan Mark... Stephen and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders this week. Until then, so long, stay safe, and see you next feast. You know you two? You're my best friends. (laughs) Yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) 